Entrepreneurs can get stuck in their head, challenged by their thoughts, the voice in their head, and their beliefs. We chat with successful entrepreneurs who share their journey and the lessons learned along the way. The Ad Valued Entrepreneurs podcast is edutaining, leaving you with actionable advice to transform your life and create a thriving business that aligns with your values and goals. Our conversations are for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from their work so they can live the life they desire. You deserve it. It is possible. It's time for you to add value. This episode is brought to you by the newly released book, The Entrepreneur Mindset Shift, Growth Characteristics of Success by Robert C. Peterson. Available on Amazon, or you can order a personalized signed copy at addvalue2life.com slash shift. My guest today, Joey Kaz, has been walking the path of personal development for almost 30 years now. Having struggled in the past with chronic pain, addiction, anxiety, and burnout, today his healed self teaches, shares, and accompanies his clients on the journey to realizing their optimized self. Joey Kaz and I discuss his path into entrepreneurship and enlightenment. Joey shares his journey to success and some of the tools that have helped him and his clients find joy and live lives characterized by joy. Well, Joey, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited to have this conversation and uh, it's been it's been overdue for a little while. Yeah, I'm very glad to be here. Thank you very much, Robert, for uh, for asking me to be here and to help me share my joy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So obviously, I think you're fairly young in your entrepreneurial journey, but just share a little bit about uh, what's happening and, and how you got on this path. Well, I've been on the uh, personal development sled uh, or a journey since I'm 19. I'm 47, so it's been quite a while, quite a journey. Uh, maybe 12 or 14 years ago, I started certifying in different modalities uh, in uh, exercise leader as a meditation, mindfulness teacher, hypnosis. And uh, I started practicing fairly quickly uh, as a part-time uh, hypnotist. I was a wannabe entrepreneur. I, I, there was part of me that never felt I would deserve to make money with this. Oh. So I sort of spent more than I actually made, actually probably made debt more than I made profit. And uh, only fairly recently, uh, last year, I had this, uh, what I thought was a cardiac event, but turned out to be a panic attack. And I had like regret staring in my face that I had not already accomplished what I wanted to accomplish for the past like 10 years. And I, I went all in. I, I quit my job and I'm jumping in Enjoy Joyful Inc. I was incorporated maybe three weeks ago. Wow. And, and I'm co-president of the Be Human Club as well. That's the shirts that we have, ethical shirts and fair trade and fair wear and all that and bio, organic. And we share and money goes towards the mental health, mainly for, for men, young men. Nice. Yeah. All right. So there, there's a couple things in there. I, I want to dig a little deeper into... <sighs> this idea of not feeling worthy of, of earning more, of yeah. earning, um, earning a living even. Yeah. So let's dig into how, how did you recognize that, that limiting belief and, and what did you do with it? Well, I recognized it, I guess, because, um, I, I've been partnering up with a lot of people believing that they would be the, my saviors from the employment world. And uh, probably over the course of four years, six partnerships that, uh, that fell short. And um, at one point, I realized there's one common denominator in those six partnerships, and it was me. <laughs> so I started investigating, and I discovered something that really I didn't expect. Um, at 12 years old, you know how we have 
in these uh, little Olympic games at school. And uh, for the past five years, I was pretty good. I wasn't that good. I was uh, often bronze, sometimes silver, never gold. But then in sixth grade, from the summer to fifth to sixth grade, I grew, I shot up like a string bean. I was skinny. I was tall. So I was running really fast. I was jumping really high. And all of a sudden, the Olympics at school was great. You know, I, I, I won gold medal. I was sixth grade. Yeah, I'm the best. I'm the success. And, but the, the guy that used to win gold medal wasn't too happy about that. So uh, after school, when we got our medals, he was waiting for me and he jumped me and he hit my head against the, uh, against the ground. He pounded me a few times and he left with my medal. So somewhere inside of my 12-year-old brain, I understood that success was dangerous and scary and hurtful. Mm -hmm. And I deprogrammed that not very fairly recently. And all of a sudden, there's no more fear in showing up, talking about my mission, sharing what I do. And uh, there's actual abundance that's showing up. I'm not afraid to ask for ungodly amounts of what I do. And <laughs> it's uh, really uh, an amazing shift that it was I operated there. Well, that's terrific. Thank you for uh, that vulnerability and and that that sharing. It's it's hard for our adult brain when you're sitting at a table thinking that something from your childhood could be stopping you from what you want and what you dream of and what you've been telling yourself that 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 you're after yeah and believing that you can but somewhere inside you don't believe that you're allowed right well so powerful yeah so thank thank you for sharing that so let's talk about um connection you mentioned some of these partnerships and yes and things that that uh, that you've worked with um obviously you're, you're you're young at building your audience and, and getting started, but let's talk about connection and how is connection helping you? Well, I mean, just people, uh, mainly it's in the, the recently in the Facebook groups and mostly in the hypnosis community. I find the hypnosis community so helpful, so, mm -hmm. so generous, uh, so outgoing. Um, I don't know if it's because we're working on ourselves a lot and we're not afraid of collaborating and co-creating. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have found that in all of the groups that I've been uh, partnering up in, trying to discover networking, but entrepreneurs in general, I believe, are actually very outgoing. And um, so connection is, uh, I'm allowing my unconscious mind, I'm allowing my intuition to tell me this is, explore this, you know, like Gary V talks about, Gary Vaynerchuk, jab, 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 and, and just give, give, give as much as you can before asking, or even Zig Ziglar's uh, famous quote, you know, if you help enough people get what they want, you're going to get what you want. So I'm focusing a lot on that outreach and connecting with people and helping them connect with their mission to develop their mm -hmm. confidence and reaching whatever bridges I've crossed, right? I could help people cross as well. So that's Absolutely. what I've been doing. Yeah. So, so valuable. And obviously, you know, Zig Ziglar's example and, and teaching is, is so right on, right? Because he's putting the the human connection first right and and I, I really think at the heart of each of us there's a purpose for serving humanity and, yeah and when you when you allow that to go to work you can be rewarded greatly for it yeah and it's as if uh, not being afraid to dream big has something to do with it too mm. when it used to be i just want to make a little living with this and it was like it wasn't enough it, it was all about me it was all about me making money, but now it's more, it's not about me anymore. So it's as if I moved aside and I don't have to take care of it anymore. And since it's, it is so great, like ushering my mission statement that I have currently for my business is there is uh, millions of people awakening every day and we are at the cusp of a golden age. And from the million thousands will be uh, leading them 
into this golden age. From the thousands, there will be dozens that will be the true leaders of this golden age. I'm focusing on helping heal the dozens mm. to help nice. heal. To, to help lead the the, the thousands and, and the millions into the golden age. I love that purpose, you know, yeah. obviously. So let's talk a little bit about the, the Be Human Club. Be Human Club is actually, it, it it's a partnership that came from one of the uh, self-sabotage that I created two years back. So that was the last one that I tried partnering up with, Scott Simons. He's one of the, uh, in Canada, there's a, a famous family, Simons family, that have a clothing store. Uh, they are uh, Scottish and they, they were boat, boat builders and they came over to Quebec and they let go of the boats and they started building brand and clothes. And uh, he was uh, raised in Quebec City and he came back to Montreal and he had this company called Be Organic. It was a health and wellness inside of corporations. He, was, he calls himself a health servant. Hmm. And I, I, when I, I wanted to leave Air Canada, I left Air Canada with the pandemic. I got a package. I had a yearly salary. So money wasn't an issue. And I partnered up with him. I was the chief joy officer of Be Organic. I was in charge of relationships and connections. And I was actually sort of his, uh, his mind coach. And um, it's as if I wasn't doing enough in my mind. And I, I felt as if I wasn't worthy of all the success that was happening. So I sabotaged that relationship. And he had to do an executive decision. And he, he, he had to remove me from the company. And that was a hard blow because we were, you know, soul brothers and like calling each other at 4.44 a.m. to wake up and start training together. And uh, I was sad about losing the company, but I kept the friendship. And because we kept kept the friendship and because I leveled myself up, uh, part of his business had to do with the brand, with the beware. So having your values on your heart. And uh, we launched that together as a separate brand of Be Organic. And uh, now it's it's better than ever. And now all of a sudden... Where I'm on mission, he's on mission. I'm inspiring him, and he finds what I'm doing in business, business development incredible. So, uh, be human. We're looking at opening up healthy conversations, healthy dialogue to be part of the solution in regards to the biggest problems of the world today. Hmm. That's so good. Yeah. And and again, sharing a great deal of, of vulnerability and authenticity, and, and uh, definitely, I want you to know how much that's going to 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 serve you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been noticing that <laughs> because, because everybody listening is, is dealing with the same stuff and they're yeah. stuffing it down. They're hiding it inside and, and it's holding them back. And, and if so I could give a message to the listeners is I tried for years putting my, my, uh, my uh, rotten apples far away in my dirty sock laundry and it didn't help. It's just got worse. So you have to take them out, deal with it. And put it in the compost, and then it becomes something that you could actually start building better with. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. All right. So you mentioned a few challenges. I, I guess we'll dig in on, the, on these challenges. So what's been the biggest challenge of, of being out on your own and and, uh, and building building your own? I believe it's the, um, I mean, at the beginning, obviously, you know, uh, Robert, how, you know, you start building and you're not making money right away. And it's, uh, I guess it's dealing with that fear that uh, maybe you're illusioning. It's an illusion that you created in your mind and it's not working and there's no money coming in. But uh, you continue pushing and continue giving and you continue trusting because it's not about you anymore. So I guess that's what the number one challenge. Um, coupled with talking about that with my wife because um, used to be that I was afraid to talk about it with my wife, about finances, about uh, debt, mm. about uh, planning, I never used to like planning. I was like, I'm so good at improvising. I don't need to plan. 
but that's never a good uh, strategy. <laughs> it's always good to have a plan somewhere. At least when it comes to money. <laughs> yeah. There's and certain open... places to be impulsive. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I, when I, uh, I become, uh, I guess, uh, unstable, I go into hyperactive impulsivity. Like I, mm -hmm. I know that that's inside of me. I've actually been diagnosed by a psychologist and a neuropsychologist, but it's a question of finding balance. And when I have my balance and my balance is mostly my morning practice, waking up at 444 daily, starting with uh, hard coherence, Wim Hof breathing, meditation, doing some training, physical training to get the dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin running in the bloodstream. And then, you know, I'm focused and then I'm grounded. And then I have accomplished already so much at six o'clock <laughs> that uh, I could get myself going uh, on, a, on a positive and a strong foundation. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so let's dig into uh, these conversations with your wife. A little we're bit. digging a lot over here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said you were an open book, so we're going to mm -hmm. keep turning pages. Let's turn pages, brother. <laughs> no, I... I know how challenging it is to get what's inside your head yeah. out onto the table. Yeah. You know, in my case, my wife's my business partner. Yeah, exactly. But, I was going to say, but because she's holding down the job at the beginning of starting our company, there's 40 hours of the week that she's working. And, and so, so she's still this, employed. The, right. And so okay. there's this challenge of, of extracting out of my head, but it's even a challenge you know, for hiring a VA, right? And thinking about, you know, giving someone access to my email and 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 not so much not so much letting go of the email. It's it's communicating these are the things that would help me. Yeah. Right. And of course, as an entrepreneur, you've been doing it all so much yourself, and then it's all up here yourself. And so how do I, you know, what what pieces is it safe to let somebody else do? What pieces do I have to do? Right. So how, how do you sort through some of those? And for you, it was how do you get those things out of your out of your head and and open your relationship up to that level of presence? Well, if I was going to the first question, which is was in regards to the difficult conversation with my wife, uh, we've been having a lot of those and uh, we've opened up a few. Uh, we're we're 20, 26 years together now, three kids together. Uh, we built a solid foundation, I would say, maybe. I guess nine, seven years ago, there was a shaky period that uh, probably could have broke us, but made us stronger. And from that period, we developed uh, the uh, the habit of speaking very candidly and honestly together. Doesn't matter how difficult it is. And we set a few ground rules, like say whatever you want, but watch out for the tone. Don't don't mm. scream. But you could really say whatever you want. I I, I, I want to hear everything, even if it's tough. Because I and I have a I have a peculiar brain. And uh, some would say like a high potential adult or something like that. And I could do so much, but often I'm disconnected from emotions when mm -hmm. I get into those areas. So I need to remind, I, she's a reminder to, to, that I have emotions somewhere inside. <laughs> so hypersensitive makes it that often I want to uh, numb the emotions. So not to feel them mm -hmm. because I feel so much. And uh, so I'm often in creation. I'm often in creative mode. I'm often creating new things. I'm almost addicted to creating new things because it's just so fun to be good at something very quickly. And then uh, I get to the 80% mark very quickly. Like in a day or two, I master things super quickly. But then I get to the 80% and it's sort of a plateau. And I'm like, do I really want to put more effort into getting that 90? Do I want to get an extra 10% or am I good with this? So I want to go somewhere else. I don't want to continue persevering. 
So that then this follow-up question in regards to VAs, um, I realized if, I, if I'm building a, a company, I, I can't do this alone. I need help right away. And then I want to start building a strong and, and deep foundation now. So I went, I, I wouldn't say went hunting for her, but she actually came hunting for me. It was someone that was already in my uh, environment. And I sent out to a few people a landing page in our 10 by 10 challenge with Lori. I created a landing page, a sales page, and I wanted to get some uh, some eyes on it. So I sent it to a few people. And she was one of the people that I sent it to. And in my mind, in my heart, I was actually holding the, I actually think she would be a good VA. Yeah. But I didn't ask her. And she looked at the, at, the, at the sales page. She loved what she saw and the mission sort of that was hidden in there somewhere. And she, she offered uh, her services. She says, you know, Joey, I do some VA services on the side. Uh, if you need five hours a week or 10 hours a week, I'm available. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> I just asked for it in my mind. I didn't say anything. So nice. I hired her on. I hired her on as a um, uh, per, per task basis at the beginning, 45 bucks an hour. And uh, which is expensive, but uh, I don't know. It's she's close to close to home, so she knows uh, the people I sell to. She and she's in the coaching world as well, so she's bringing that aspect uh, with her. And she's very organized. I call her my left brain. Nice. <laughs> Everybody needs a left brain. For yeah, sure. I'm, I'm using my right brain a lot these days, so I needed a left brain. Nice. And uh, very quickly, I, t I I hired her on as a, a twenty hour bank to be able to use her when I need. And we set up uh, two calls a week to be able to see where we're going. And she's giving me homeworks. Like, yeah. <laughs> she says, you have a lot of things going right now, Joey. I think you have about seven balls in the air. I know you juggle well, but I think you have about seven balls in the air. I'm like, I don't have seven balls in the air. I've maybe four, maybe. And then I, she says, put it on paper. I want to see a, like a mind map of everything you're, you're planning right now. Can I show oh. you the mind map? Or is this a video <laughs> podcast? Yeah. Well, yeah, for some folks, they'll for see some the folks, video. Yeah. So yellow because it's creativity, right? In, in the chakra system. So I had, this is everything I'm dealing with right now in my mind. So <laughs> I start counting. I have like 12. <laughs> I thought it was four and she said seven. I had 12 balls in the air right now. So I'm like, okay, I guess, uh, okay, let's, let's start focusing on the things we want to accomplish now and maybe put some things on the back burner on the left, on the right, because okay. the Be Human Club has a clubhouse, has a podcast has shirts, has mission, and just Be Human Club has five balls. I think. Yeah. And then on the Joey Joyful Inc. side, I'm creating audios, I'm doing events, I have a clubhouse, a podcast, I want to create some retreats, and uh, I forget what the other thing is, but uh, it, it's, it, it's uh, juggling a lot of balls. So one VA there, and then there's another lady that wanted to show up in one of the retreats I'm, I'm hosting, and uh, she didn't have the money for it. So obviously I, my heart goes out to her because I know she's going to benefit from it. But then I'm wondering, how can I bring her on board as a joy ambassador and offer her the opportunity to uh, market her skills because she's an employee for a big uh, accounting firm in Montreal. And uh, she organizes events and she does translation and uh, she's training to be an entrepreneur in regards to sales page, sales funnels, uh, emails, and uh, I forget what else. So I'm like, Wait a second. There's a lot of marketing skills here. <laughs> and uh, so I asked her, give me a proposition. We'll, we'll set you up so that you can uh, invoice me for your skill set that I'm going to be hiring you on for. And you'll be able to participate in the event, the retreat that I'm organizing at the same cost. And you might be even be able to get some coaching from me. Hmm. And she's like, ah, she's going crazy. She's my, I just created a, a, a raving fan. 
<laughs> and a raving client and uh, and a raving loyal employee. Nice. So, and that's a model that I want to, I want to work with a little bit more. And I told my first VA in my left brain and she, she's like, that's incredible. And we'll be able to help this person market her skills, realize that she, that she does have skills, confidence level boosted, and maybe even free herself from her employment to become a full-time uh, entrepreneur. <laughs> that's so fantastic. Yeah. So let's, let's talk a little more about you developing your confidence and yes. putting yourself up on video and putting yourself out, out there in the world as, as Joey Joyful. Yeah, I, I feel as if um, the identity shift really happened when I went all in with the, again with Laurie Hammond's uh, 10 by 10 challenge hmm. because um, I had already so much going on that I figured I, have to, I just have to get up early and do, do the, the plurking that she calls the, you know, the, the contraction of play and work, plurk, the plurking early on in the morning. So I, I woke up early and right off the bat, I had my small morning practice. I have a minimal viable practice, you know, of maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And then I just started plurking away on the 10 by 10 challenge. And I happened to be very good at a lot of computer skills that were required and showing up on camera and different things. And I just, I excelled at it. And I got a lot of validation from the people in the group and it became part of my identity. So my, my number one love language is uh, words of praise. So when people tell me, Joey, you're good, that's fantastic what you're doing. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> you're feeding my heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's valuable. Yeah. And, uh, and then I became sort of a resource inside of the group to many people. So that's, I love giving. So that's, that's a gift giving. That's a way for me to, get, to, to give my love. Mm. So giving of my time, of my skill set, of my talents. And, nice. uh, and since I, I if, if you're aware, whoever, listeners or yourself in the NLP model of uh, uh, change levels of uh, DILTS, logical levels of change, mm -hmm. to change everything is easier to go higher. It takes longer, but it's, it's a deeper change. And at the highest level is your mission. So I connected with my mission that I explained earlier. And uh, it changed me on an identity level. So I, I truly became the person that shows up every day to build a brand, to build a business until I actually signed off and became incorporated. And then all of a sudden president appears in my, in my identity and I, I sort of received the download and mm. uh, now that's just who I am now. So, that's yeah. fantastic. So let's talk about character and character development, obviously over the last, I mean, you mentioned personal development over, you know, your adult <laughs> life, but, but really until, until you took on a different character, it, there were some pieces missing. A lot, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a famous people pleaser. Like I'm a hypersensitive uh, person. So I feel a lot of people when they're discouraged. I feel it when they're disappointed. And it just hurts me. Mm. So uh, right away, I want to change. I want to extend. I want to become a something else. I want to morph into the, what they expect of me or what I believe they expect of me. And I, I hyperextended myself through like way too many years starting off with my mom that was depressed since I'm born, mm. but a happy depression, you know, like she had to give away her daughter when she was 19 uh, out mm. of wedlock pregnancy. And um, she was always telling me that I was her sunshine. Mm. You make me happy. Right. And I, but I'm hypersensitive and I feel that she's depressed. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, of, that's a lot of pressure for, for a kid to, to carry the emotional weight for their mother. Yeah, and I've talked to her abundantly about it, and we're we're good with it. And I'm trying not to. Uh, maybe I am failing at not making her guilty with it. She probably does feel guilty about it, <laughs> but I, I can't control that anymore. I could control how I act, and I could. So I, all I do is I 
I do my best to, to create good time for her when I'm with her or when I'm talking with her, trying to leave her better every time I talk with her. And mm -hmm. it's not my responsibility, but it actually, it was the driving force of all my personal development and all my trainings and, and certifications. I figured, you know, I don't have enough. I'm not making her happy. I need another training, mm. another modality, another certification. And then it was, I had everything, but she wasn't. So I let me do something. I have to do more, do more, do more. It was the having and the doing until I become Ooh. the Joey Joyful. So when I put it in my identity, it became something else. So, so you, yeah, the words you just used are so important, right? The, the doing and the having until I could become. And the reality is it only works the other way around. Yeah. You have Once to be, you become, you have to be first so that you can do and have yeah. the things that you want. So yeah. often we get that we get that out of order. Yeah. All right. So let's dig. Let's let's talk about the the pick out the shovel. <laughs> let's talk about the power of forgiveness and yeah. and why it was so why why it was so important for you mm -hmm. to let go and and to forgive your mom for. I actually think I had to forgive myself. I don't think I had to forgive my mom of anything. Mm. It was actually myself uh, for putting the pressure on myself to be that person, to become that person that she would need mm. to heal. It's not my responsibility. And when I forgave myself that I wasn't enough to, 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 to heal her, I never will be because mm. it's not my job. Uh, that forgiveness actually gave her the power to heal herself because now it's not on me anymore. And that, and that's true for, for everybody. You know, it, I like the, the way that you said, I can only, any of us can only forgive really ourselves. And, I believe so. And the challenge, the challenge is the way I describe it to, to folks that don't understand. Right. But it's, it's interesting to have, to have conversations with entrepreneurs. Well, this is about my business and that's just family that the two can, I can keep the two separate and it won't impact my choices and it won't impact my business. And, and, uh, Obviously, from your example, you deeply identify with the idea that it's it's a necessary work before you can grow and before yeah. your business will be successful. Yeah. Um, so the idea is that these emotional events, whether a trauma, an assault, a, an abuse, or or just um, misuse, right? Those it's emotional baggage, and each of these people have tied a string around your heart. Yeah. And even if you haven't seen these people in 20, 30, 50 years, that string is still attached to your heart. And when something impacts your life, that string is what's pulling or deciding. Um, and so I talk about forgiveness is not about excusing their behavior, not about justifying their behavior. It's simply saying, I'm no longer going to be identified by their behavior. Right? Yeah. And so I'm cutting those strings to free my heart. And and it's so empowering to look at it, it the way that you said, because I have to forgive myself, which is really saying I'm taking responsibility for those things yeah. and I'm cutting those strings so that those people no longer have emotional control over me. And and it it, it doesn't it'll never change the event, right? We can't change the event. But yeah. what we're changing is the story we tell ourselves about the event. Yeah. Right. Somebody else did this to me but I'm not a victim of it. In fact, I've learned from it and now I'm a better person because of it. Yeah. And I'm actually grateful for it because it's made me who I am. 
And that's probably the hardest part that people have is to mm. be grateful for the event, the trauma, the abuse, being grateful. Thank you for raping me because it allowed me to become who I am today, which is now so big hearted that I'm able to heal the world. Mm. And that's maybe the extreme. Nobody wants to forgive your rapist. But I mean, and something yes, you said uh, this, she did this to me. And I, th I believe there's that, I forget who said it, but there's somebody who said there's an understanding of psychology and human psyche at one point where you realize that nobody's doing anything to you. They're just responding or reacting towards their own trauma. Mm. And I have always felt that. I've always had a deep understanding of emotional trauma. And I've always realized that nothing was being done to me. Mm. It, was just, it was just something happening. That's a pretty high level of awareness, right? Because the assumption is that, that the world is happening to us, right? Yeah. Those people are doing these things on purpose and, and the truth is they're operating at their highest level of ability, right? Yeah. You're they're just incapable of doing anything else. Your mom is operating at, at, at just doing the very best job she could with the tools that she had. Yeah. You know, my parents were operating at the, the highest level, with the tools that they had available. And I, as a dad, was operating at the highest level that, that I was capable. Yeah. And I promise I screwed it up more than I got it right. We broke them, babe. But <laughs> Robert, we broke them, all our kids, every one of them. We broke them. I, you know, I released mine off, off into the wild. And so now they're the wild's problem. So <laughs> <laughs> That's what we say. But when they're broke, where do they come back to? Uh, well, <laughs> the good news is that, that my wife and I raised our kids to, to be our friends when they were adults. Nice. Not to be our friends when they were kids. Nice. And, and it makes it, it made a big difference. And, yeah, I hear that. And, you know, for the first year they were, they moved out of the house. They called us more than, than they did when they lived here. It's like, can you, you could stop calling now. It's just, <laughs> You're free. You know, you don't gotta, we're good. <laughs> right. We did our job. You're not going to listen to the advice I give you anyway. Why are you asking? <laughs> I love you, dad. I just want your opinion. Love you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> talk me, talk me back into it. Or dad, yeah. I'm trying to talk you into it. Well, then yeah. why'd you call me? <laughs> yeah, and maybe, so. maybe even something you said in regards to the doing to us, maybe if we even change the word to they're doing it for us. Well, that's the way I love to, to look at, right? God, God is for me, not against me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's always been, if we haven't done, we've done a lot right in our marriage, but I think the foundation of, of doing it right was that it was her and I for each other. Yeah. And, and there was never a point ever in the 31 years, my wife and I have been together that we were opponents. We've always been hand in hand, shoulder to shoulder. It's yeah. her and I against the world. We've got each other's back and we're not competing with each other. It's everyone else out there that's messed up. We're the ones that got it right. We got to yeah. stop picking on each other. Yeah. <laughs> we will be right back after this short break. This episode is sponsored by the newly released book, The Entrepreneur Mindset Shift, Growth Characteristics of Success by Robert C. Peterson. Available on Amazon, or you can order a personalized signed copy at addvalue2life.com. addvalue2life.com forward slash shift. If you enjoy the show, please like and subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. I, I, I'm reminded of a story that Mike Mandel told us once from MMHA Engage, Mike Mandel Hypnosis Academy, one of my mentors. Uh, when he was going to a supper, a dinner supper, a dinner event with his wife and they're in the car and He's driving in some reckless way that she goes crazy and she starts yelling at him. He starts yelling at her and they're like, ah, and then he just says, stop, wait, wait a second. 
And she says, why are we going over there? And she's like, no, do your hypnosis on me tonight. And she's like, no, seriously, why? What's our intention? What's the purpose of us going for supper tonight? She says, to go and have fun, of course. Can we start now? <laughs> it's like, what's the intention of being together and what is the purpose? And then noticing if it's useful or not towards that purpose. Forget about right or wrong. Is it useful or not towards the objective or purpose that we set up together? And then I look at life. I've been looking at life in this pragmatic, pragmatic way. Is it useful? Hmm. It's going to be tough. It's going to be grueling. You know, it's going to be perseverance. There's going to be some, some struggle. But it, if it's useful, I'll do it. If it's not useful, don't, don't ask me to be there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's really our commitment together is the journey, right? There's, there's not necessarily a destination, but as long as we're on this journey together, let's be committed to have the, the most, to get the most out of life that we can. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. I want to take the most out of every day I have with my wife and, and enjoy every moment. And, and I truly can say that, that I love her more today than I ever have. And tomorrow I will love her even more. And, yeah. and, and that's my Beautiful. commitment to, to her. That's my commitment to my business, right? Today's the best day. And it's a commitment to your kids too, because you're you're modeling what a, a beautiful, loving couple is, relationship. And then all we ever learned how is is through modeling. So they're learning how to respect themselves, respect their spouse, and to create a loving relationship and a beautiful uh, family. Well, just learning what love is, right? And there's yeah. so few that that are living it out, right? We're it's so sad to me how many people are just caught up in this selfish. And it's interesting to see how the more selfish people are, yeah, the more miserable they are. Yeah. And they're living in this miserable world expecting other people to make them happy. Yeah, I, apparently the uh, the uh, if they you measure happiness in the world, it's in the poorest places that you find it. Yeah, because because they don't have the other ex expectations. And they have community. They they hold they 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 stay together because they have to because they don't have anything. Yeah, so All true. they have is each other. Hmm. So so powerful. And I feel I'd like the hypnosis, like I'm coming back to the hypnosis community. That's what I feel. It's very rare. Once in a while, we hear about one person that goes off the handle and, you know, breaks something. But mostly everybody just helps each other in the hypnosis community. And that's what I love most about it. Well, I think the personal development space as a whole is. is well, really I don't know. I don't know. I've seen some mindfulness teachers. I've seen some yoga teachers that are stuck in the ego and the pants. <laughs> and, you know, like, look at my uh, warrior three. <laughs> so I've seen some weird people. There, well, there, there, there always will be, right? There's always yeah. going to be. But yeah. I think for for the most part, the large majority of people, especially entrepreneurs, that have mm. taken on this personal development and this life, this lifetime learning commitment. Um, I think the the desire to continue learning, continue improving, not just my own life, but the life of everyone around me. Yeah, that that's a pretty positive attitude to to bring to the surface. And it, and it really does elevate the vibration of, of everybody within, you know, within yeah. your circle. Yeah. Cause you're an entrepreneurial coach. So you coach a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah. Absolutely. So you've seen a lot of their mindsets and what would be one of their uh, specific traits that you believe helps accomplish that purpose that you just mentioned? Well, I, I think it's that, it's that willingness. Well, first it's that responsibility, mm. right? No one else is going to save their business. <laughs> they've taken a leap into a place yeah. where, where they're fully responsible. Yeah. Um, I think when you have a job, you know, you, you can, you can do 70%. Which by the way is an acronym for just about, just over broke, just right. in case people exactly. don't know, just over broke. Yeah. And yeah, the, well, the truth is an employer is going to pay you just, to, just enough that you don't quit 
and yeah. you're going to work just enough hard that they don't fire you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how a job works. Wow. <laughs> the lose-lose. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and it can be win-win. And there's great companies yeah. out there doing some great things. But, but for the most part, entrepreneurs that have made that leap recognize that if I don't take care of my company, I won't eat. Yeah. And my wife and, won't get uh, the the the, tri the trip she deserves, and my kids won't go to college. And yeah, there's there's tons of tons of consequences of yeah. not taking that responsibility. Whereas when you work for a company, you can push it. You can push it. You know, well, they got to write me up at least twice before they fire me, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's this idea that, and and there's there's great employees out there, but I think that the challenge as an entrepreneur is. There's no one to fall back on. That the, the, nobody else is going to save your company. Nobody else is going to still give you a paycheck, even if mm. you're not providing the services. True. And so, I think the entrepreneurs that make that leap and survive, not the not the entrepreneurs that just start a company and own their job. Right? There's lots of entrepreneurs that just own their job because they didn't want a boss, and they're doing the exact same thing they did mm. in their job. Yeah. In the entrepreneurial space, getting paid hourly working dollars for hours and and they're happy they're fine but they still kind of just own their job yeah but yeah. those of us that are going beyond that and we want to serve more people we want to create a bigger impact in the world yeah so so it's not just about a paycheck now it's about influence and impact yeah. and have you noticed and if mission. have you noticed that the people that go in that route actually are more successful of course yeah because <laughs> it's not about them anymore it's in alignment with what we were created for. You mentioned early on, right? Collaborating and co-creating. Yeah. We as human beings were created to be co-creators of yeah. all the things that God made, the plants, the trees, the, the in mites, the image of the, God. We are creators. Dogs. We are we are created in the image of God as co-creators. Yeah. And 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 there's people listening who say, Well, that just means we're supposed to procreate. No, no animals, no. <laughs> animals procreate. Yeah. We are different. We are yes. creators. Look at everything around you right now. If you stop, if you're in your car listening or you're walking with your headphones on, look at everything around you that human beings have created. The house you're sitting in, the chair you're sitting on, the desk you're sitting behind, the computer. The phone you're, you're listening to of, this with. The phone you're listening to, the headphones that are inside your yeah. ears, the glasses you're wearing to yeah. see across the room. All Every single piece of clothing on you. Are created by human beings yeah. that were connected to their creator and co-created yeah I, I it's so beautiful to recognize that humanity is unique and we yeah. are different on this planet and we have a risk it's a responsibility to be co-creators yeah and i love that you mentioned collaborating because collaboration is where we get that power of the mastermind that took yes. that power of our divine connection the power of of our brains interconnecting and and uh I've been listening to Lynn McTaggart's Power of Eight. Isn't Woo! that isn't oh shivers? Oh I just my. got shivers everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And she comes at it from a journalistic spec side. She's not spiritual. She's not nope. she's not she picked she, up data they, points and that's she analyzed. scientific. She gets a real scientific approach and she tries to approach it. In fact, she feels guilty for the results that she's getting because <laughs> these groups are are manifesting miracles they're yeah. manifesting miracles over and over and over and over and over and bigger and over and and she's so overwhelmed with the results that she's hearing that it's like no i'm not telling anybody because this is crazy <laughs> and it only takes eight people 
<laughs> I'm not even sure it even takes eight. I think probably right, I probably not. Especially because her evidence definitely seems to show that groups that are are meditators or yeah. you know connected to their inner self a little deeper have a little bit more power or mm. get quicker results. Mm. And so I think I think it goes back to scripture where you know, it says wherever two or more are gathered, boom. Yeah. We're, we're in and alignment and creating so it, it takes that power of the mastermind that Napoleon Hill talks about in Think and Grow Rich and it 10Xs it, 100Xs it, maybe 1000Xs yeah. it. Uh, yeah. That power of intention. Yeah. Hum we are we are so powerful. We're divine. We have, we have no idea. We have no idea. I think and we're so starting to tapped into it. Do you feel as if there's a shift that more people are becoming aware that we are powerful, that we are divine? I, you know, I'd like to think it, it's a bigger circle, but I think it that it feels that way to you and I because we're mm. deeper, we're deeper yeah. in the circle. But <laughs> so, have you heard? Had you heard that? Like the the um, I forget how to say it. It's like the, the critical point of mass uh, disruption, where you have uh, the square root of one percent of a population that becomes something, and then everybody in that population becomes it. There's like this. Bell, yeah, it's the bell curve, right? The bell curve. And, and we're and, and we're we're riding a peak right now that's on yeah. its way up, and it's yeah. it's it's pretty. We're early adopters, right? We're the guys that bought the iPhone before it worked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the hell is this thing? How do you call? We're, I want we're, another one. We're the early adopters, and and the really cool thing, unlike the iPhone, you know, we're raging fans, and so we're yeah. gonna spread it. We're gonna spread it and tell it until we get to that peak. Yeah. And, uh, and I, yeah, I can't wait to see. Well, the power of podcasting. Eh? I mean, I fell in love with podcasting. Mm. I, I, and, uh, just Me sharing too. the message. I know, right. It's, it's <laughs> sharing your message, uh, showing your face. I guess we like to be, ex we like to expose ourselves and share the message. I'm sure that we used to, to, to steal the stage when we were young and family gatherings, both of us. And, uh, well, and, and for me, it wasn't, it, it was never about me. It was about who can I, who can I bring into my circle that can add value to my clients and, and my audience, right? Same who, here. who can I bring into this circle that can share great information that either confirms what I'm learning or, you know, teaches you me something yeah. new. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes there's a, there's a little bit of selfishness where you want to bring in people that are going to teach you something that you don't know yet. And like, yeah, give me more information on that. I, I own that straight up. <laughs> like, I've, gotten to, I've gotten to meet great people and, and I've gotten to learn so much for me. It's a it's a mastermind for me, and I spend four yeah. hours a week recording. Let's turn this. Let's turn the table here because I I know that you recently interviewed somebody very famous, very famous, I, or a little well, famous. very a little famous. <laughs> very according to my standards, I guess very famous. But somebody that you had to fly out to go interview somebody. Oh, not yet. Oh, so, it's not happened yet. We're not talking about that. No. Yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, tune into that future episode. Robert's gonna have yeah. a very special guest. Yeah, I actually, I actually did interview him. Um, I was supposed to be interviewed on his show, but they canceled. But in their cancellation, they invited me to their mastermind in person next nice. week. And nice. so I'm going to be in a room with CEOs. And my thought was it may only be 100 people in the room. Only. Maybe it's 1,000. I don't, I don't think it's a very big room. I think it's a pretty limited space. and I think But it's, it's a mastermind. Yeah, well, they call it the power room. It's and so, I mean, yeah. that you're 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 gonna have a before that moment and an after that moment. This is yeah. one of those moments where you're yes. gonna ten x hundred x your life now. Yes, well, and and it's it's kind of been manifest, right? 
But do you so, feel do you feel excited, nervous, or do you feel like the the calm groundedness of this is my this is my purpose? This is this is just in divine alignment. Yeah, I it took me a, it I'll admit it took me a bit to get there because the cancellation <laughs> the cancellation oh. hurt and then but and the invitation felt like you know oh they're throwing me a bone, but then I realized wait maybe I'm eat that bone thing, that's the thing God wants me to have that's yeah. the thing that's gonna going to help me more than the other would. How long and was it, the uh, disappointment before the boon came? It, it, it took a night. It took, yeah. a, it took a night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, those <laughs> nights. Those are the dark night of the souls. <laughs> dark nights of the soul. Well, and it, and, it, and it really is, you know, being grateful, right? Like, yeah. okay, I set myself up to, to, to feel, uh, and then... Because I remember when you spoke about it, it was like, oh my Lord, this is something. But, but he's already done, he's done so much already yeah, in yeah. my world and yeah. so the fact that he's still willing to say all right this might not work but hey come to this thing yeah and you know it was quick like that was a week ago so <sighs> i leave monday to go and so it, that's a two-week turnaround to get and, and, and it's, it's an in-person event three days next three week. days yeah wow. and so wow. well starts monday night and goes through wednesday that's going to be a whirlwind. Oh boy, your energy levels are going to be through the roof. Yeah, well, absolutely. I'm and I'm going to go. I'm taking a box of my book and I'm taking my camera and I'm saying I'm going to get pictures of as many of these key people that are willing to say smile, selfie, my book. look at who I'm with. Oh yeah, man, <laughs> share that massively. Yeah, absolutely. So oh yeah, I'm so great. I'm so happy for you, man. Celebrating every single second of that. And and it's just, it's just this recent, right? The book. I mean, obviously the book's been a whirlwind just because it yeah. wasn't it wasn't part of the business plan and now the whole business plan has shifted around the book. Wow. <laughs> and so wow. so it's uh it's and it's been a lot of positive feedback. Like yeah. you yeah. said, every person that's read it has said yeah, said wow. And 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 it's like, you know, for there there's a moment where you're going, Okay, I gotta no, I Yeah, no, you have to but go. But then there's the a door. moment where you there's a moment where you say, Yeah, I did write that. That is that is and, mine. Thank, and thank I you. I believe that's important. It's important to be able to receive too. Absolutely. Well, and celebrate, right? Yeah. Because ultimately, it's not about the book. The book's not going to make any money. <laughs> it's not about the book. The it's just a marketing the, piece. The only way the book makes money is if people know, like, and trust me, and say, "I want to learn more." Yeah. I exactly. like what he said. I like what way he talked. I like, you know. And I, that's I actually a key part of uh, of manifesting. You know how we ask the Lord, source, universe, whoever you want to ask uh, of some things that you want to accomplish and manifest in life. And then you receive gifts and you're like, no, no, that's okay. No, and you're beautiful. No, this old thing, like, no, accept the compliment, accept the gift because you asked for it. You need to open up for the reception of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that can be a challenge, right? Especially the, even like the compliments and being able to say, you know, yeah. well, you're welcome in my, my pleasure, you know, and, yeah. and, and putting yourself out there. So, So let's talk about the value of gratitude and and, yeah. and how that shifts your your mindset. I definitely express gratitude daily. Uh, mm. Actually, I, I used to see myself as an alcoholic at one point in my life, and I mm. went through like a two year transformation again at a identity level. I don't I don't I don't I'm not abstinent. I don't need to be because I shifted my mindset completely towards I've, I've rewritten the wires in my brain, and I'm no longer an alcoholic. I'm just somebody who respects what he puts in his body. And I'm able to have a glass of wine to celebrate and I'm able to not drink for a month. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to fall back off the wagon or in the bottle. And it's just not part of my de definition anymore. And part of what helped me get through that was gratitude. 
every single day for a year. I had a gratitude journal. I woke up and I wrote gratitude. Like, and at the beginning, it feels fake. But at one point, you become believing it. And uh, I actually started one thing that I added into it was make sure that I, I put myself in the gratitudes. Like, not I'm grateful for this beautiful home. I'm grateful for the work I'm putting in to keep my home beautiful. So now I'm involved in what I'm grateful for. And I see how I impact the world and the environment that I'm in. Mm. And I'm grateful for the work I put in. I'm grateful for the effort. I'm grateful for the love. And just every day. And it rewires your brain completely. It's the easiest, simplest, and most effective and quick way to rewire your brain. If you don't mm. practice gratitude yet, research it and start saying thank you for whatever happens. Oh. I, I love that you put that, right? I'm thankful for myself. And for the work I'm putting in, and that's yeah. just another form of celebration, yeah. which your brain loves, which is yeah. that's why it's rewiring. And and I I talk about it like you're on this racetrack, right? And each each lap you go around, you're going, huh. Yeah. Uh, but when you cross the finish line, if you say smile and you say, Wow, that was great, your brain actually says, Ooh, let's do that again. Yeah, let's go and suffer then, a little bit more. <laughs> and, then, and then the next lap around, you get around to that finish line. You go, "Wow, this was great!" And yeah. you're actually you're actually going faster and having more fun. And yeah. and and your brain is actually engaged in changing you, like you said, rewiring and and making things making things better. Yeah, and it's celebration is so important, and it's. It's it's the little it's not the big wins it's the little wins it's the little habits that tiniest that ones if you celebrate those little ones the brain remembers and says oh yeah. we, we got to do that little thing again oh Some, let's somebody, do that again because I I like that little party we had like <laughs> right. I used to have a lot of difficulty training the body I was like a brain on sticks and uh, <laughs> <laughs> my I was scrawny I was like oh I'm hurting everywhere back or pain and. But uh, when I started to train properly and somebody told me, just smile when it hurts. Mm. Don't say anything else. Just smile when it hurts. And uh, I'm doing some sit-ups and then, oh, I guess they're paying. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and just have the smile because the smiles are talking to your brain. Mm. And then eventually I started speaking it out and like, this is why I'm doing it. Yes, thank you. And then I started speaking it out. And now it's just, a, yeah. And now it's, I don't even have to think about it. I see the pull-up bar and I just do nine. Boop, 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 boop. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it does. It doesn't happen overnight, but it happens. Nice. Well, and that's the thing about personal growth, business development. <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight. There nope. is no, there is no quick win. There is, there is putting in the work. And, and I'm going to say the only reason it's hard work is because it's not, we're not used to yeah. pushing our comfort yeah. zone, but in yeah. reality, it's not hard work. It's not. Yeah. Let's talk about playing fun. How oh man, those are my fun. favorite topics, <laughs> favorite topics. And actually you touched a little bit on it already. You know, when you make play, when you make the grueling fun, it's not grueling anymore. And, and that's why, and Lori was brilliant in, in re, renaming work on plurk. And maybe it's not a great word. Maybe it's an ugly word. doesn't matter. It just makes, it makes me laugh every time I say it. Yeah. And, and, uh, it just changes your, your perception. You know, they say, um, Nervousness and excitement have the same symptoms in the body, mm. right? And you're nervous, you have sweaty palms, you know, your heart's racing, your pupils are dilated, uh, excitement levels, adrenaline. It is. A, and if you're an athlete, are you just a, uh, your performance today? I said, nervous. Are you kidding? I'm trained my whole life for this. I'm excited. 
<laughs> but it's the same symptoms as someone that's afraid to go on stage and talk. So it's just a question of perception. If you change the perception, change the lens, all of a sudden everything becomes fun and play. Mm, that's so good. At least that's and, what I do. <laughs> and it's just another reminder that the only thing we have is the journey. The only thing we have mm. is what we're doing right now. And so if you're not enjoying the journey, if you're not finding joy in, in the thing you're doing eight hours a day, yeah, then maybe you should be doing something different. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I, part of uh, part of my brand, Joey Joyful, is the identity shift to make everything joyful. And not mm. that everything is joyful. You know, I don't think I don't get sad or impatient, but or tired like today. <laughs> I, I recorded an event today, and uh, from the ten by ten, I did my French version today. And um, I have the habit of taking away self view when I'm on Zoom. And I teach people to do this. So it's sort of a habit that I, did, I forgot about and I just did it and I recorded. And then I'm looking at the recording to see how it looks like and I'm not there. I'm like, oh, all right. I took away the self-view. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Now I see the audience. I hear me talk, but I'm not there. I guess I have to record this one again. <laughs> nice. Well, it, you know, it goes back to Michael Singer and Untethered Soul. And, yeah. and he basically just asks, you know, you have the option to choose joy. So why not choose to be just a little bit more joyful today? Yeah. If that's a choice, why not choose to be a little more joyful? What if, what if you what were is, more joyful today? What would that look like? What, what is it? Yeah. What is, what is one minute of being more joyful mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, and then you start to recognize that you have control over every minute, every single one. And, and you get to choose every yeah. single minute. Yeah. And, it doesn't matter what's going on around you. Yeah. You get to choose. I I'm going to be I'm going to look like the laughing idiot in the middle of the bomb scare because yeah. I'm choosing joy no matter what's going on around me because I can't control all that chaos that's happening out there. But you can control what's many, happening inside. Too many people are trying, right? Yeah. yeah. We've seen we've seen the consequences of of so many people trying to control the uncontrollable. Yeah. But uh, when, when I saw that my face wasn't in my recording, it was a moment of frustration. I could say there was a four and a half seconds of uh, fuck off. Are you kidding me? I, really? Okay. Okay. Let's choose joy. Let's come back. And actually, I heard a, a Buddhist monk say this. Like he received a question like, uh, so you never get frustrated. And he says, oh, we get very frustrated. We, we actually get more frustrated than anybody. But we notice it quicker and we come back. Yeah. Well, it's just like it's. It's really that awareness of your emotions. Right? Not sure what accent I was doing, though, by the way. I have no idea what accent I was imitating. <laughs> We're going to call it French because that's the most likely suspect. <laughs> with a Spanish tone. With a Spanish tone. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel it was lit Asian with a Spanish tone. I think it was my, something like that. My wife does a wonderful Spanish with a Texan accent. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> our, kids, our kids leave the room. like they, They're like, Mom, stop. <laughs> yeah 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 so that idea that that you can that you can choose right that you can it, it's empowering and yeah and just letting go of the things that you that you can't control yeah. but that awareness of your emotions and, and giving yourself permission to experience the emotion and yeah. being able to say it i think you know in communication with your wife you mentioned that you can say whatever and yeah. and and I would say that the challenge is making your your statements unarguable, right? It's not yeah. something that she can want to argue back with. You you make statements like, "I'm really angry right now. This thing that happened really hurt, right?" Yeah. 
but I'm, I'm able to express that the feeling of anger and let it out and let it go completely through me rather than bottle it up inside. Yeah. Or, you know, that thing that happened really hurt and made me, made me kind of sad and, yeah. and express that sadness rather than keeping the sadness inside. So many, we we're not taught to experience our emotions and people love to experience the positive emotions and, and woo, I'm happy. I'm happy. But then they don't know what to do with this, the, the negative ones and they hold on to them and it leads to depression, right? It, it keeps yeah. the body in that anxiety stress place and the body's in full fight, fight or freeze mode. And people are functioning there far longer than they're designed to, right? Yeah. Fight, fight and freeze is a temporary adrenaline boost. Boom. Let's go. We got to, we got to, we got to defend ourselves, protect ourselves. And it's a high so boost energy. Yeah, so many people are living in that space that it's messing their it's messing their body up, it's messing their brain wiring up, and and they don't get to experience the joy side because the joy side just brings them back to normal. Yeah, right? yeah, they don't so, notice that the baseline is up there. Like, holy, I'm really <laughs> far away from how I want to feel right now. Yeah. So so being able to express your emotions fully, being able to be okay with that moment of anger and. And I'm like you, most of my anger has to do with technology. I'm, yeah. I have, I've had more arguments started over a laptop first or, or software frustration than, than yeah. Well, well, that or my disorganization and losing something. I actually saw uh, the self-saboteur try to show up uh, just before our call. <laughs> I was setting up, I was setting up here on my, and a laptop was on the desk and I went to get a, a bottle of water and I unscrewed the bottle of water and I, I just put it next to my laptop unscrewed and, uh -oh. and then I'm, I'm starting doing things a bit quickly and my hand tips the over going down toward the laptop i'm like and i grabbed it right away i'm like take your time <laughs> slow down <laughs> yeah I, I i had a laptop that that happened to yeah overseas That's where i knew i couldn't replace it like, yeah, my very first, my very first laptop. My wife and I were so excited, and we're sitting on the couch together, looking at it and typing yeah. on it. And yeah. my wife's holding my daughter, who proceeded to throw up on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the very, the very first night, the very first hour. Wow. And uh, good thing we bought that extended warranty. We didn't know what it was thing. for, but but those keys ask you, all, did you get a vomit smell out of the keys or <laughs> we, the, those those keys were all stuck it was never that keyboard Ooh. was not going to work again <laughs> no 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 you would not want it to work anyway every time i press on the letter t <laughs> like it laughs other smell comes out all right joey what's what's the big dream the big dream right now i have a big dream of a community uh, like a physical community uh you know there's a what you, what a blue zone is in on the planet i guess not so blue zones are, there's five areas in the planet that are called blue zones and that uh, count the most uh, healthy centenarians per capita. So out of a thousand. And uh, there were six, now there's five. I want to bring it back to six. I want to create that zone here in the, uh, northern Quebec. So a community of uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, 14, 47 people. And uh, that we have uh, centenarians, even 130 that are living healthy and we teach people how to learn how to live, how to die well, how to live off the land, how to become negative carbon imprint, like a blue economy. I've been uh, gathering the tribe. I have a few people that have been uh, coming close and uh, 
yeah, empowering the leaders to do that, empowering leaders to uh, to step up to their greatness and to show up in uh, a mission that's greater than themselves. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. All right. What was your most memorable date with your wife? Oh my lord! I we bought I bought tickets for a, a stand-up comedy show that we artists love, and uh, we were going through a weird patch. I wouldn't say rough, but it was weird. And then we get there, and I uh, we give the tickets, and then we go to our seats, and we're sitting in the seats. And then uh, two other people participants to the show they arrive and they say, "You're sitting in our seats." And I'm like, "No, we're not. This is our seats. We show our tickets. They show their tickets. They have the same seats as us." But we were there on the wrong date. I bought the <laughs> tickets for the wrong date. I'm completely discombobulated. I like, it's all my fault. And we sort of leave the, the theater. I had no what to do. And I was, I was trying to talk to the teller like there was a mistake. And but I just bought the wrong tickets. I bought the tickets for the our anniversary date, our wedding anniversary date. But we went a week earlier. <laughs> And I was thinking we're going for our anniversary, so I bought it at the date of the anniversary. We were we were, and uh, my wife had none of it. She said, "We're going to this show," <laughs> and she says, "Come with me." She grabs me, and we walk up, and we and we just say uh, to the, the the usher that's there, "There was a mistake," and blah blah. And they told us to sit here, and uh, my and uh, the usher says, "Okay," and then she we she she allows us to sit there, which has nothing to do with anything. We didn't talk to nobody, and uh, we sit down and we start watching the show. And I'm like, I saw allow it. She she grabbed the reins. And she just decided, usually I'm the guy who does that. And I was just like, oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> she, she took control. And that was the most memorable. And after that, the supper after that was fantastic. Like I was looking at my wife with a whole new light. I'm like, she's so powerful. Now I know why I chose her. Mm, so that awesome. was really, that was really good, a good, a good memory that I have of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. You just had coffee with a, an entrepreneur over the last hour and you're going to leave him with Joey Joyful's words of wisdom. What would you share? Man, entrepreneur. Uh, I guess I would tell him to, to choose, a, choose a, a mission that's scary mm. and to not mind the gap because uh, the chasm is not as wide as you think. Mm. So good. Joey, thank you so much for joining me today. Appreciated the great conversation, your vulnerability and, and authenticity just made all your wisdom that much more applicable. I loved it, Robert, every single second of it. I chose joy throughout. It was easy with you. You're a wonderful host. You guide us very well with confidence and ease. So thank you very much. Uh, I'm very glad to be here. If you enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, or leave a review. We have a free gift for you at addvaluemindset.com. That's addvaluemindset.com. We've collected some of the best mindset secrets shared by successful entrepreneurs on our podcast and we want to give them to you for free. ADDValueMindset.com In our next episode, Noel and I have a terrific conversation with Heather and Andrew Manzano about building a business, raising your family, and some practical tips for just making it happen. They are wonderful people who are serving the world with their gifts and talents and together impacting the lives of many, helping them reach their highest potential.